Welcome back to Looking Above. We are in a new season. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you don't know us, this is my dear friend, Brooklyn. Hello. And my name is Karen. And we are so glad that you are joining us for a new season here on the podcast. Um, Our theme on Looking Above is really... Uh, taken out of 2 Corinthians 4.18 that says that we are to put our eyes on things above and not focus our gaze on what's going on in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just kind of been a theme in our friendship is to encourage each other in that way and to help each other to continue to turn our eyes to Jesus. And so our hope is that in this podcast, that's what we're doing, that we are encouraging you to also look above and to keep your eyes focused on Jesus, no matter what is going on. Mm-hmm. And this semester for our uh, ladies life groups here at New Life, we are talking about prayer. Yes, which I'm very excited about. Yes, yes. Um, I actually took a class in the fall on spiritual formation and was already feeling God was saying that we needed to have more of a prayer emphasis for our ladies here. And then as I went through that class, it was just reinforced over and over um, that prayer was going to be what we were going to talk about. Mm hmm going into spring. And so along with that, I have challenged our ladies here to read through the Psalms. We're doing one Psalm a day. So we started on January 1st with Psalm chapter one, and it is now when we're recording this, the 11th. And so we're 11 Psalms in. Um, So if you are not doing that, we encourage you to join us Mm -hmm. to go ahead and jump into the Psalms with us and just read through them, because while many of them are songs, they are prayers. And so we're going to glean from them as we go through our discussion on prayer and just talk about some of the Psalms. And I think that we can learn a lot. All of us can learn a lot from the Psalms about prayer. it's very eye-opening, I think, when you read the Psalms to see how authentic. Yeah, it's very raw. <laughs> the Psalmist. Real, are. yes. We were just talking about some of the things that show up in the Psalms that are like, oh my word, how, why would you ever pray that? Yeah, how could you say that to God? <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. Um, but that should also give all of us such a relief that... Mm-hmm. We don't need to be fearful as we enter into prayer right. because God has surely heard it before. And it's in the Bible. Right. <laughs> so, yes. So we can um, we can look at that example and learn so much and be encouraged so much from it. So we invite you to read the Psalms with us. Whatever day you hear this, just jump right in or start at the mm-hmm. beginning for yourselves. And. On the podcast, we're going to be talking mostly about prayer. We are reading a book called Prayer by Richard Foster. And we're actually going to kind of jump around through the book as we go through this podcast. But each of these episodes will be on a different type of prayer, which is crazy because I don't think a lot of us actually think about types of prayer. We just pray. Mm-hmm. Or, or you don't even know that there's types of prayer mm-hmm. and you think there's only one way to pray. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this will be really good. And I'm excited to continue to learn about it mm-hmm. um, and practice it myself. Yes. So. Yes. And when I read the book the first time, I was just 
I felt like I couldn't read it fast enough. And at the same time, I wanted to read it so slowly because mm-hmm. I wanted to absorb it all. And I wanted to have time to practice each mm-hmm. of the types of prayer and have some experience with it. So as we talk about them a week apart, hopefully that will give each of us some time then in that week to try it out mm-hmm. and see how, you know, how we experience that type of prayer and what it does in our lives. So, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a growing semester Mm -hmm. and challenging maybe in some ways because some of us need to be pushed outside our prayer box Mm -hmm. that we're in, you know, thank you, Jesus, for this day and for my food, bless my loved ones. Amen. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what we're kind of used to. Right. So, um, it's exciting. It is. And there's going to be some that you might be really great at and some that you're like, ooh, that makes me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. or I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's important to to try them all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to give it, give it a try and to learn. So yep. one thing that we have always done, Brooklyn and I, before we record a podcast mm-hmm. is we always pray together over the podcast. And it's usually a rather simple prayer, just inviting the Holy Spirit to guide us and to bless you and open your ears to hear what God has to say through our words. And so we decided since we're talking about prayer, this semester, Brooklyn decided um, (laughs) since we're talking about prayer this semester, that we would start doing that with you guys, with you. We want to invite you into it. I was going to say live, but we're not live. So we were going to, we're going to start doing that at the beginning of each podcast is just praying over the podcast with you. And we do invite you to join us in that, to pray with us here for a moment as we start um, for your own heart Mm -hmm. and for us as we lead in this ministry. Mm -hmm. So you want to go to prayer? Yes. Will you lead us? Yes. Heavenly father, we Thank you for this opportunity that you have put before us. We thank you for your goodness and your grace and your wisdom, which you impart to your people as we ask. We know that when we need wisdom, you will give it to us. And so as we go into this podcast today, we ask for wisdom. We ask that the words that we speak would be anointed by you, that they would be guided by you, that anything we have planned to say, that doesn't need to be said, Lord, that we would just leave it out. And that if there's anything we didn't plan to say that you need us to say that your Holy Spirit would prompt us as we record to say those words. Lord, we pray for those who will watch and listen. We ask that you would open their ears, open their minds, open their hearts, God, to receive from you, that your spirit would speak to their spirit, that each of us would be blessed and encouraged and um edified and built up, Lord, into your body and into the likeness of your son. We thank you, God, for your love and your grace. And we thank you for the blessing of prayer, for communion with you, for being able to bring things to you and for knowing that you hear us and that you answer us. We praise you for all of these things in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, Do you remember the first time you prayed? I don't, I don't know if I remember an early prayer. I do. I don't know if I remember the exact (laughs) first time, Mm -hmm. but I can remember the prayer even (laughs) because when I first started praying, um, it was every night before I went to sleep Mm -hmm. and I actually didn't really know God. I didn't have a relationship Mm -hmm. with him. You weren't raised in the church. No. 
I wasn't. And so um, I just, I don't, I think I knew my grandma prayed. I didn't really know how to pray. I just knew I needed to pray, Mm. but I had a wrong view of it. I felt like if I didn't pray somehow, I don't even know where these things came from, but Mm -hmm. if I didn't pray, bad things would happen. So somewhere I knew that God was good, but I kind of had it distorted a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I would pray every night, like, please keep my grandma and grandpa safe. Please keep me and my brother safe. And I would try to go through everybody in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would go to sleep. Yeah. But I did it every night for a long time until I actually had a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And then kind of more, I guess, trusted him. And then my prayers changed a little bit after that. Right. But, yeah. Right. But that's interesting that even without maybe a distinct knowledge of God. Yeah. You were drawn to to speak to I him. know. I was thinking like it. <laughs> When I knew you were going to ask that question, I was reading through your notes and I was thinking back and I was like, Jesus was always drawing me to him. And it really made me um, think on that and appreciate that. Yeah. Which is yeah. really cool. That's neat. And and it is interesting how many people who aren't raised in Christian homes, how you, you do hear that, that mm-hmm. at some point in their childhood, they felt drawn to pray, even though they really had no understanding of who God was. Yeah. Um, so my experience was different and I can't tell you the first time I prayed or what I prayed for many of my young years because it was so normal Mm -hmm. in our household, you know? Well, yeah. Like we pray with, we've prayed with (laughs) Quinn since she was born. So that makes sense. Like Quinn is not going to know the first time, you know? Right. So it just, that was, it's just what was done in my home. You know, we prayed before meals, we prayed before bed, you know, like it was just, commonplace. I went to church. We prayed at church. We prayed in Sunday school, you know. So So has it always been a part of your faith or has it been like, I do this because I know I'm supposed to? Like, have you, Um, has your prayer changed throughout your life? I, um, I remember when, um, when I was in high school is really, I, I know when just my faith became my own, yeah. I would say, um, when it wasn't just, I do this because it's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I do this because I believe this. Um, so I remember one of my first experiences with prayer where it was like, oh, wow, this actually is affecting mm-hmm. things. Um, I had gone when I was just turned 16, I went on a summer long missions trip and, um, we were traveling from Florida to Spain and we flew into Paris. And when we got to Paris, we were going to get on a train and take the train then to Spain. And, um, something was messed up with our tickets and we're in a train station in Paris. Like, I don't know, 20 some teenagers and a couple 20 something, you know, adults, 20 year old, (laughs) not like 20 some adults, but adults who were young Mm -hmm. and all these teenagers and were in Paris in a train station. No one speaks French and we're suddenly like stuck sleeping in this train station. And I remember us all just like praying, like, God, you need to figure this out. We don't know how we're getting where we're going and we don't know how we're getting tickets. And And I don't even remember what happened. I just remember it was very like miraculous to the point where we were like, okay, God took care of this and made a way. And we got on a train and we got where we were going without the language barrier Mm -hmm. and the ticket mess up. And so it was just one of those things that in that moment was like, okay, there's power in prayer. Yeah. When we pray, he is listening and he Mm -hmm. is acting on our behalf. And so I think that summer we saw several things like that happen and it was just kind of like, oh, 
okay. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. So I had kind of experienced it my whole life and yet my eyes weren't open to what I was experiencing until then. Which I think is totally normal. And um, probably some of you listening have grown up in the church and mm-hmm. can relate. Like mm-hmm. your faith can't be your parents' faith. It's a great foundation. And I'm Mm -hmm. excited to raise Quinn in a Christian home, but someday she's going to have to decide right? and know, and God will show up for her just like he did for you and show her. Are there um, big prayers in your life that stand out as like, these are monumental? Yeah, (laughs) I can think of them. I don't know. Are you like that? Did they immediately pop into your head? Mm -hmm. Um, Minor. Yeah, big too. Some of which were answered affirmatively and some of which were not. Same. Yeah. Yep. Do you want me to share? Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, One of my favorite ones um, is... uh, I don't, Stephen won't care if I share this. I had to think about that, but it's part of his testimony and he, we yeah. share it. So, um, my husband went through a rocky time in his faith. Um, we were Christians, but we didn't have a relationship with God. And he decided actually just to kind of just walk away. I really don't know. And, um, so he just kind of stopped going to church and stopped talking to me about God and asked that I wouldn't talk to him about God. And so there was really nothing I could do at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was just building a relationship with God. Like I hadn't really heard him speak to me before um, or felt him speak to me. I mean, mm-hmm. and I felt him for the first time um, tell me like, you need to stop nagging him because I was, I was like, please come to church with us. Please come to church with us every week. And it always ended up in a fight or an argument. And, um, that Sunday he was like, don't ask him like you are not his Holy spirit. And I need you to just pray. And so I did. And it actually took a year. Um, but I prayed every day and, um, just prayed that he would find God again or, yeah listen to God. And one day after a year, which it was not easy. And I was like, is this going to be me for the rest of my life? Will I forever be praying for him until I die? I had no idea, but I knew that God told me to do it. So I just mm-hmm. continued. And one day he was like, can we go to church? So I had switched churches in the time that he had walked away. And so I started coming to new life by myself for a year. So I had relationships here and things. And I was kind of nervous Cause I was like, what if he hates it or what if it's too much or, and we, it's so funny because, um, he is obsessed with dogs, specifically blue healers. And that day, one of the greeters outside has blue healer puppy, mm-hmm. like right when we walked in and I was like, mm-hmm. that is cool. And then your husband, <laughs> I had a relationship with you guys and he um, went up to Stephen. He's like, so do you want to do counseling? And I was like, oh my gosh, he is never going to come back. And P- Stephen was like, Sure. And he must have felt yeah. felt the Holy Spirit because that is not Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> and that now they have like a great relationship. But right. it's been so cool to see not only Stephen come back to God, but grow in his faith. And then just all of the fruit of that, like our relationships. Mm. And so anyways, yes, it was a it was right. a life changing prayer yeah. that God answered in a good way. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I know sometimes those don't get answered. And I know sometimes you do continue to pray, Mm -hmm. but I was prepared for that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. What's a good one for you? (laughs) I don't know. Well, when, when we asked that question, uh, I immediately, for whatever reason, just think about healing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think of three specific instances in my life where I very much felt called 
to gather people and pray over someone who was sick. And um, one of those times was in high school and we had a friend in the hospital with cancer and I took a bunch of teenagers and went to this guy's room and we prayed over him and God healed him of his cancer. Like it went away and the doctors so there was no other explanation. Um, was another time in the first church we served, uh, where we had a young man with a autoimmune condition that was going to take his life eventually. And, felt called to lead a prayer service. I had never led a prayer service. I'd had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And we had this whole prayer service for this guy. And um, he ended up going into remission for years. And years later, um, he eventually did die of that disease. But he came to me and he said, I know that that day at that prayer service, God halted my disease for a time. And mm-hmm. um, just thank you for being faithful in that. Um, and then... There was another time we had a young man in our church who was actually paralyzed and I felt called to lead a prayer service for him. And to my knowledge, nothing has ever happened healing wise. Now, physical healing wise, I don't know what else happened. And I'm not sure, you know, it's one of those things like God had other plans for Mm -hmm. that, but I was faithful to do. But um, I think that kind of is a spectrum right there of showing when we feel called to pray, we're just supposed to be faithful and do what God's calling us to do. And the outcome is not in our hands. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And in the, when I was praying for Stephen, I felt called to pray for him. And that was early. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really know much about it at Mm -hmm. that point. And I was like, okay, I'll just do what I think I was told. (laughs) But, (laughs) but um, many of us watching are probably like, what do you mean called to pray? (laughs) It's just like a very deep sense. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's how I would describe it when I felt called Mm -hmm. to it. Um, And different people probably receive that mm -hmm. differently. Um, But yeah, just that like compelled (laughs) is kind of the word I would use. Like, I need to pray for this person. And a lot of times, like they're not my thoughts. So Mm -hmm. like with that, I did not, I was not going to stop nagging Steven. That was how I knew we were going. Like that's what my plan was, was to continue until he came with us. (laughs) But God knew better than that. And so I knew that I didn't tell myself to stop asking him to come with me because I was like that doesn't really make sense (laughs) right and so that's how I knew it wasn't me Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. when you when the man that was paralyzed when he wasn't healed did you doubt yourself like were you like oh maybe I wasn't called to do that no but I um that night I was very upset like distraught Mm -hmm. even that like I I expected going into that to witness a miracle and to watch him stand up out of his wheelchair and walk out. I mean, that's what I went in expecting. And so I was very shaken that night. I don't think it shook my faith, you know, moving forward. I don't think it was like, oh, I heard wrong. It was more of a, oh, this is what I wanted. Right. And I didn't get it. And did I do something wrong? I think Mm. was part of it. Like, God, did I not have enough faith? Which I think so often that's what people will question when um, we're praying for something and we're not getting an answer in the time frame that we want. Then we suddenly start thinking, well, I must not have the right formula or I must be, yeah, I must not have enough faith uh, or what, what did we do wrong? Because 
I thought this is what you wanted, God, you know? And yeah. so I think that's where I was at, at that point in the time. Um, Which, yeah, like you said, is typically the response. I think when we right. don't get the response that we expect or yeah. want, yeah. I think that's very normal. Yeah. I'm trying to, are we going to talk about healing prayer here? We are. So okay. we'll talk more about healing yeah. in a few weeks. Um, but that is, but there's more yeah. I think, to that story. But mm-hmm. um, again, I think we're, we're called to be faithful, to pray. Mm-hmm. We aren't responsible for the outcome. Right. Which we want to be mm-hmm. as humans. Yeah. And we feel oftentimes, I think, a pressure. Like, okay. That's, you know, I was called to pray for this young man. I was called to lead others in prayer for him. And so then it's, it feels like the weight is on me. Um, but I'm never the one who would heal him. So, right. um, yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about healing another week, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, prayer. Well, I was going to say that when, so I've also had prayers not answer. Obviously we all have, no one is not going to have that happen. So I think it's important, um, to know that that will happen. Um, and so for example, when I had miscarriages, There were both times, days that I knew it was a possibility, but not sure of the outcome. Mm -hmm. And so during that time I would pray. Um, But there was a fear that God wouldn't answer it. And then like knowing that I had prayed that, that I, my faith would be shaken, which it wasn't. And he was faithful to bring me peace and things. But when you call a prayer team, did you feel like, could someone else's faith? I'm just Mm -hmm. curious, like, did you feel that responsibility? A little bit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But God is. There are many things that can impede prayers from being answered, you know, Mm -hmm. and clearly sin or Mm -hmm. lack of belief can be one of the things that results in prayers not turning out the way that we. Well, this world. Yeah. Um, So there are a lot of factors that play Mm -hmm. into that. And so, yes, there are times when a lack of faith is an issue that's holding up repairs. There are a lot of times when sin in um, disruption in our relationship with the Lord is something that's holding up those prayers. Um, There are times when God just knows better than we do. Mm -hmm. And what we're asking for isn't actually what is best is best or what he wants in that situation. And, um, as we're going to learn over this semester, prayer changes us. And ultimately that's our goal is that as we are in relationship with God, that prayer is one of the ways that we are best grown because we talk and we listen and we allow the Holy spirit to change us and shape the way that we pray Yeah, so that our prayers are more in line with what he wants us to pray for. Mm -hmm. And then as we're praying for what he wants us to pray for, we can be assured of those answers because we're praying in tune with his spirit. Right. even just saying that now for those who are new to prayer, I know that sounds so overwhelming and so daunting. And that's why that's not where we're starting today. (laughs) Um, But that's where we, that's where we grow and that's where we go. But today we're, we're going to start, we'll get there in just a minute, but we're going to start with just talking about simple prayer. And that's literally just the prayer of where I'm at and just laying myself before God. Being real, being real (laughs) with God. Right. And I think it's important too, to note, like, So God did not, I miscarried two times and both times I would have not chosen that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I know that it will be made right in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so even when your prayers don't get answered, Mm -hmm. God will make it right. Or it will be something where we don't care about it anymore. Like not the miscarriages, but Mm -hmm. things that we pray for that are maybe, they will be silly to us then. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But it will be made right. And having that confident hope in that and knowing that no matter what it will be, Mm -hmm. that it is for our good, um, changes the way you pray too. Sure. Sure. And confidence and right, and, and being just, able to trust in God's yeah, trust sovereignty mm-hmm. and His will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. So today we are talking about simple prayer, mm-hmm. which sounds like it doesn't matter maybe as much, or I don't know, simple right. like easy. That's not the truth though, and I think it's really important and foundational. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people that I know that are really good at prayer. Mm-hmm. if you can call it that, um, are really good at simple prayer and mm-hmm. being real and being honest mm-hmm. with God. So do you want to mm-hmm. tell them what simple prayer is? <coughs> yes. Sorry. I have a cold okay. again. <coughs> I feel like I did last season on the podcast as well. So um, in simple prayer, we are just bringing ourselves to God where we are at. So it literally is the prayer of the here and now, and it's really a prayer of self. So we'll talk more later about intercessory prayer, which is where we're praying for someone else, which I think is what a lot of us do in our prayers. We pray for our kids. We pray for our parents. We pray for, you know, this and that. And we're, we're lifting others up and praying for other people. But this is kind of just like, here I am, God. This is where I'm at. This is what's happening in my day. This is I'm frustrated with this. I don't know. I'm running late to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ticked off every time I hit a red light. God, help me get there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Stuff so, that you would tell a close friend mm-hmm. too. just yeah. like being honest about where you're at. Right. right. Which I think sometimes we think we can't do that with God. Mm-hmm. Like something isn't important enough or I don't know. Yeah. Don't um, Foster s- explains it. <coughs> Excuse me. We bring ourselves before God just as we are warts and all. Like children before a loving father, we open our hearts and make our requests. We do not try to sort things out, the good from the bad. We simply and unpretentiously share our concerns and make our petitions. Mm. So with the warts and all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that um, we were talking about is that's hard for people because even though we know God knows everything Mm -hmm. even though we know god knows our motives god knows our heart he knows what we really want for some reason when we sit down to pray we feel like we have to say it in a certain way or we have to only say the things we can say with the good motives or we have to say things nice we have Mm -hmm. to pray the pretty prayers and um (coughs) we don't want to bring our struggles. We don't want to bring the warts. We don't want to say, God, this is ticking me off right now and I can't handle it. And I don't understand why you aren't coming through. Mm-hmm. Like that to us feels like, oh, I can't say that to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it feels yeah. wrong and it feels dirty. And mm-hmm. we feel like, okay, God, well, I'm feeling frustrated today. So if you could work I'd appreciate it. You know, like Mm -hmm. we feel like we have to tone it down. Mm -hmm. And so what I like about simple prayer is it is raw. 
Just like the Psalms. Just like the Psalms. Right. We just see these crazy things where David is literally like shaking his fists at God and screaming and raging about the evil people in his life and just laying it out there and saying like, will you just kill them? Like I have never said to God (laughs) about someone that I feel ill will towards. I have never said, would you just kill them? Right. And David said it all the time. Would you just kill them? Would you just slaughter my enemies and their children? Yeah. And their babies. Yeah, I did not like that part, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's real. He was feeling that way. Yeah. Real. And, and this is what simple prayer is, is that we don't have to clean ourselves up to talk to God. Right. We don't have to make it pretty. He knows those are our thoughts anyway. So I think there's a piece of this that's maybe cathartic for us. To not feel like we have to change to come pretend mm-hmm. that we're welcomed <laughs> in. Um, C.S. Yeah. Lewis said a quote, and I really like it because this is actually something I struggle with if I'm not careful. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Lay before him what is in us, not what ought to be in us." Mm-hmm. So sometimes I pray how I want to be, like I want to be very forgiving and I want to always be understanding. And the truth is, is that I'm not because I'm a human. And so sometimes I pray and I'm not honest, Mm -hmm. but he wants me to bring that unforgiveness. I, because really what it is also is confession, right? When you're honest. Yeah. And that's hard for us. Yeah. Like God, I really don't like them. Mm -hmm. And I really don't want to get past this right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he so wants you, you to could just pour down some burning sulfur on their house. <laughs> That's creative. <laughs> I made it feel special. <laughs> um, but yeah, he wants to come into it with us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know you made. Oh, sorry. Do you no, have go some, ahead. I know you made a post on Facebook, like talking about why mm. don't we do this? Why? What mm-hmm. keeps us from praying? From prayer. Um, right. Um, a lot of the responses and the conversations I'm having with people, I think the main reason that they would say is just busyness. Mm-hmm. We're so busy. We fill our lives too full. And so prayer gets crowded out. And while I understand that and mm-hmm. have been in that situation, I will honestly say like there are and have been days where I have not given God the time that he deserves in my day. Um, Totally get that. I think when we boil that down and address that, it gets back to, I mean, you would say a faulty view of God. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And just a lack of relationship with him Mm -hmm. um, because if someone is important to us, we're going to put time into that relationship. Right. Um, Now, truth be told, how many of us in our relationships don't reach out to a friend in any given day because our days get busy. So there is validity to that. We just are too busy. (laughs) We just are too busy. But also we're not going to go through our day and not talk to our husband. We're not going to go through our day and not talk to our kids. We're not going to probably go through our day and not look at social media or get on our phone at all or not show up to work. Like right. we, we prioritize the things and the people that are important to us. And so this 
boils down to a priority issue. Mm -hmm. Prayer is not our priority. What's great about simple prayer is you can do it anywhere at any time. Mm -hmm. So the people that I'm talking about that are really good at simple prayer and really good at other prayer too, Mm -hmm. um, just talk to them all day. Right. Which is something I've been trying to do more of. Yes. I used to. um, I am very good at um, meditating and praying and listening. Not that sounded very proud, but you guys know what I mean. That's probably the one I'm the best at. And um, and I realized, though, that when I was really only focusing on that and I would if I did sleep in because I have a baby, I would be like, well, I can't talk to God today. Like <laughs> missed I my window. My meditation time. Yeah. And I realized that I put him. I actually had to stop for a second mm. because I put him in this box. Right. Of like a.m. box. Yeah. He's only available between <laughs> five and seven. And that's when we really get deep. But I forgot that he is with me all day long (laughs) so I did I made myself stop and be like nope you're gonna talk to him all the time and even when your baby is screaming in your ear you're gonna be like you're going to bring it to him (laughs) and so I've really been practicing this Mm -hmm. um but that's what I'm trying to say is I get it um but you can do it anywhere Mm -hmm. and that yeah that's the beauty of simple prayer anywhere anytime and anything Mm -hmm. whatever is going on it's just telling God about your day yeah I'm frustrated. I'm happy. I can't stand this. I don't want to move forward. I hate the snow. I know you made it for a reason. This is me like the last two days. I know you made snow for a reason, but I hate it. And would you please stop? <laughs> Bring back the warmth. <laughs> I liked December this year. Yeah. And I'm not digging January. So yeah, it's it's about our needs, our wants, our concerns. We bring our sorrows. We bring our joys. We bring our hurts. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think, are very good at intercessory prayer mm-hmm. and probably have a t- hard time with this mm-hmm. because it feels selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And praying for others doesn't feel selfish. Right. And that kind of feels more safe because you're like, right. mm, that's not right. really moving in my life. Yeah. Remember, we practiced this actually with our life mm-hmm. one night. It was hard. And <laughs> I think everyone in the room gave me this look like you're going to make us do what? I it, have to pray for myself yeah. in front of other people. Because it is uncomfortable. I thought we were going to pray for ourselves in our heads. (laughs) I didn't know we were out loud praying for ourselves in front of each other. (laughs) But it was actually really amazing. That was a very big breakthrough night, I felt like. So it was really cool. But yeah, um, it was very intimidating. But I think the reason that it was a breakthrough in our group is because it feels so authentic. We took the time to get honest. To lay yourself before mm-hmm. God, honestly, in front of someone else. Like mm-hmm. this, I think simple prayer is much easier done in quiet. Mm-hmm. In, in my head. <laughs> right. Or when I'm driving and I'm mm-hmm. getting frustrated and just throwing things out to God as we go. Um, but to do it in front of someone else, it. It was different Mm -hmm. too. We don't practice it that often too is another reason. I think it was intimidating. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, you want me to pray for me? Like, and you do have a fear of sounding (laughs) selfish or um, yeah, bad. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is a dumb prayer, but that's how I feel right now. Right. Yeah. But, and that's what simple prayer, um, you can't, you don't fake anymore. You can't filter it. Right. It just, it's, this is where I'm at, God. Mm -hmm. And this is what I need. Mm -hmm. help me out or 
whatever. And, and that's what we did that night. And so I think that's why it was a breakthrough. It felt authentic. Mm-hmm. Even when we pray for others, I think, don't you think like we clean it up and we, yeah. we say it nicely and neatly and mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially so, in front of real. others. Feels real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praying in front of others is definitely. Yeah. Uh, Foster calls this the prayer of children mm-hmm. because think about that when your kids are young, they pray for themselves, you know, they want this and they want that. And uh, it is a very simple form yeah. of prayer. Win prays some crazy prayers, <laughs> um, but she doesn't care. <laughs> she right. prayed that her stuffed animals would be alive because she loves animals and she just wants a tiger. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> go for it. But yeah. don't tell her no. Yeah. yeah. Like, but then can I share it? There was a time that she um, she had warts all over her fingers. They were spreading on her knees. We didn't know why. And warts are weird because your body doesn't know they're there. They're really mm-hmm. sneaky. And so your immune system won't respond mm-hmm. to them until one day, sometimes. It too. Yeah, sometimes they will, um, it'll just notice it and then they'll all go away. But it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time you have to have intervention like burning or mm-hmm. um, medication. And the doctor recommended medication. And for some reason, I was like, no, this, this doesn't feel good to me. And um, so we went home and Quinn literally prayed that they would go away. And she told them to go away, which I feel like was like declaring like, mm-hmm. my God will take them from me. And he did. It was crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally that next week. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like your prayers too, but I've never seen the healing prayers. So it was right. cool. But also I think a big part of it was that Quinn just was like, yeah, he'll do that for me. Right. <laughs> like, right. I will bring that to him. Child. Yeah. And I think that's what simple prayer is, is that we just mm-hmm. can take anything. And it is, it's, it's what um, a child does in a parent relationship too, mm-hmm. right? A child would come to you and just tell you anything, any need, whatever. And sometimes we get as human parents, mm-hmm. we're like, would you quit asking for everything? Mm-hmm. You know, Daniel wants every video game on the planet. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy all those things. But in simple prayer, we bring all the requests to God and God is not like a human parent. He does not tire of us asking. And that was one of the things that um, people said on why they don't pray is that they feel like they've asked God so many times for something and he already knows it or he's not going to answer. So I just have quit praying for that. And that's simple prayer says, just keep bringing it to him like a child, just keep asking Mm -hmm. because he longs to hear from us and he longs to be in relationship with us. And he is not tired of hearing your voice. He's not like a parent who's like, if you ask me for that one more time. (laughs) Which I understand why we think that. Mm -hmm. And it's because we have examples that are human and they probably did that Mm -hmm. to us. Because we get tired. Oh, yeah. And we do. I definitely do. (laughs) But God doesn't get tired. No. And do you know, Quinn, like she, the reason, and I know she keeps asking me for every single thing that we pass at the store (laughs) is because sometimes I say yes. (laughs) So, and so we keep asking and that's what he wants. Right. Um, And he's not, it goes back to the faulty view of God, Mm -hmm. but he's not this God that is a judger. And he's like, "Mm, not this one. Nope. Mm -hmm. Nope. Okay. No, he's not like that. He is a parent and he loves you and he knows you and he knows your heart. Yeah. He just wants you to bring it to him. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that that's a part of it is that it is for us also. Mm-hmm. It transforms us when we are honest. Like I said about that night when we prayed in our life group, it changed mm-hmm. our life group mm-hmm. because we were honest with each other. But I think this type of prayer has the capacity to change our relationship with God because we quit fearing being ourselves with him. Yeah. We can be vulnerable. Just be yourself with God. But our society has taught us that we are always wearing masks and we are always filtering and we're always cautious with what we put online because somebody's going to see it and then we're going to get canceled or then we're going to get backlash Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I think we fear that with God, I'm going to get backlash or he's going to get mad or this is the time I ask too much or he thinks I'm selfish. He thinks this and none of that is true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So the long and short of it is wherever you are at, whatever you are doing, whatever your current situation is, just start talking to God. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we said that many of us are praying all throughout our days. And I think a lot of times we hear about these heroes of faith who pray for hours a day. And that feels like an insurmountable task. Like we will never be that. And therefore the perfectionism in us says, don't even start. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get to that. So why would you even try? Five minutes feels like forever. Why would you even pray? Right. And like you so, missed your 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. window. Right. So <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't do it perfectly mm-hmm. or you're not going to be perfect or you're never going to attain this. So just don't try. Mm-hmm. And the reality is just do it. Just try. And we don't um, decide, OK, guess what? Tomorrow I'm going to run a marathon and just go out and run a marathon tomorrow. I would fail miserably. I would not make it medically hurt. Yeah. (laughs) And I would be done and you train and you build stamina and it takes a long time to prepare to run a marathon. And we've got a lifetime of training in prayer and in growing in prayer and in deepening that relationship and deepening our prayers and lengthening the time we can pray and all of that. We don't start praying for two hours. We don't even start praying for 10 minutes. That's probably too much for someone to start, but we can start with simple prayer. Whereas we go throughout the day, something reminds us as we have that feeling inside of us that says, pray for them. Mm -hmm. Just do it. We just pray. We pray for ourselves. We pray for others. We just bring it together. I know a lot of people um, feel shame because they fall asleep. Mm. I hear that a lot Mm -hmm. when I've talked Mm -hmm. to people and it kind of goes back to, well, for one, I don't think God wants you to feel shame about coming to him. Even if you fall asleep, it's kind of like falling asleep in your father's lap. Like, Mm -hmm. but also you don't only have to pray before bed. So it does go back to, we can pray all day. Sure. Um, Oh, sure. But both. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that is something that there is a lot of shame in and Mm -hmm. should not be. No, I agree. It's like, yes, laying on your dad's lap and falling asleep, cuddled up in safety. Um, I think we can hold to the fact that we know that the Holy Spirit is our intercessor Mm -hmm. and is going to continue where we left off. And God knows our heart and what our intent was. Mm -hmm. And he also loves us and he knows that sleep is really important and he knows we're tired. And I don't think that he is upset with us at all when we fall asleep praying. In fact, I think he's probably like my child talked their last moments of that to me. And I think there's probably a lot of delight and joy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we don't we don't need to feel bad about that. But I I get that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Go easy on yourselves. 
That's <laughs> was my point is there yeah. shouldn't be shame. Right. And I don't want you to feel shame. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to actively be praying against it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just try it. And and let's start this week with simple prayer. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put some questions that you can talk with someone else about and some prompts for how we can do this. But we just encourage you to try simple prayer this week. Try being authentic and honest and real with God, maybe even the kind of real that you aren't able to be with a friend or your spouse or Or yourself. Like that is where I struggle sometimes. I'm like, try to block out thoughts. Yeah. And so, and then I can't bring it to him, but I'm like, nope, just gotta be real. Be honest. Right. Like God, I'm really feeling Mm -hmm. angry right now. And I don't want to be an angry person, but that's how I feel, Mm -hmm. you know, and just bringing that to him. And I think as we do this, we're going to start seeing transformation in our lives and in our relationship with God. As we are more authentic with him, we will start to hear him more. Yeah, I'm excited. So we encourage you as always to keep looking looking above. above.